There's a peace I've come to know Though my heart and flesh may fail There's an anchor for my soul I can say it is well Jesus has overcome And the grave is overwhelmed The victory is won He has risen from the dead And I will rise When He calls my name No more sorrow, no more pain I will rise on eagle's wings before my God. Fall on my knees and rise. I will rise. There's a day that's drawing near. When this darkness breaks to light And the shadows disappear And by faith shall be my eyes Jesus has overcome And the grave is overwhelmed The victory is won He has risen from the dead And I will rise When He calls my name No more sorrow, no more pain I will rise on eagle's wings Before my God fall on my knees and rise, I will rise, and I hear the voice of many angels sing, worthy The cry of every longing heart Worthy is the Lamb And I hear the voice of many angels sing Worthy is the Lamb And I hear the cry of every longing heart You are worthy, you are worthy, worthy is the Lamb. I 
And I will rise when he calls my name. No more sorrow, no more pain. I will rise on eagle's wings before my God. Fall on my knees and rise. I will rise. I will That's why I lead worship at church camp, so I can hear them little voices singing. Man, there's nothing like it, nothing, nothing like it. I think maybe when we get to heaven, we're going to sound like kids singing. (laughs) Blessed be the name of the Lord. Stand with me as we sing tonight. started and I read that scripture. It's not about me. It's about who? Jesus. We're going to sing about him now. Mm, this is an old one too, but sorry guys. Can't help it. It's a, it's a good one though. <laughs> you should learn it anyhow. Jesus, Jesus, Jesus,
on to Jesus now. Jeez. There you go. Terry, will you please come? Where are you? There she is. solid ground is falling out from underneath my feet between the black skies and my red eyes I can barely see when I feel like I've been let down by my friends and my family I can hear the rain reminding me in the eye of the storm you remain in control in the middle of the war you guard my soul you are alone on the anchor when my sails are torn your love surrounds me in the eye of the storm when my hopes and dreams are far from me and I'm running out of faith, I see the future I pictured slowly fade away. When the tears of pain and heartache are pouring down my face, I find my peace in Jesus' name. In the eye of the storm, you remain in control in the middle of the war you guard my soul you are alone on the anchor when my sails are torn your love surrounds me in the eye of the storm when they let me go and I just don't know how I'm gonna make ends meet I did my best and I'm scared to death that we might lose everything And when a sickness takes my child away and there's nothing I can do 
purpose is trusting you in the eye of the storm you remain in control in the middle of the war you guard my soul you alone are the anchor where my sails are torn your love surrounds me in the eye of the storm your love surrounds me in the eye of the storm. Enjoying all the young folks singing tonight. say again well I didn't say this thank you but I will 
thank you, Promised Land Church, for making this a safe place for kids to sing to the Lord and not be scared. Please keep encouraging them to stand before you guys and lift praises to the the Lord. Please encourage them to do that. It's an awesome thing. Awesome thing. This, uh, and parents, just a word to you. Help your kids to remember as they stand before this crowd that it's not about them. It's about Jesus. And they are His servant. The world is so much trying to make everything about us, about me. The world is just pushing hard for that in every direction. They're bombarded with media every day to make it about themselves. Help them to remember that it's all about Jesus. Nothing's about them. Put Him first. The Lamb of God. Another name for Jesus, by the way. In my place, your blood poured out and my sin erased. It was my death you died. I am raised to life. And we started... The revival out with this word, hallelujah, the Lamb of God. Stand with me as we sing about Him. You came from heaven's throne, acquainted with our sorrow. To trade the debt we owe Your suffering for our freedom The Lamb of God in my place Your blood poured out and my sin erased It was my death, you died I am raised to life Hallelujah, the Lamb of God. My name upon your heart, my shame upon your shoulders, the power of sin undone. The cross for my salvation The Lamb of God in my place Your blood poured out and my sin erased It was my death you died I am raised to life Hallelujah, the Lamb of God There is no greater love. There is no greater love. The Savior lifted up. There is no greater love. There is no greater Savior lifted up, there is no greater 
Your blood poured out and my sin erased. It was my death you died. I am raised to life. Hallelujah, the Lamb of God. The Lamb of God in my place. Your blood poured out. My sin erased, it was my death, you died, I am raised to life, hallelujah, the Lamb of God. Be back with me, please. <clears throat> Father, we thank you once again for your presence here in this place, for the love that you have for each and every one of us in this room. Father, I thank you for the praise that you've allowed us to be a part of tonight. As these young folks have sung praises to you, I pray that it was a worthy offering. Father, be with Brother Josh now as he stands before us and shares your word, the things you've laid upon his heart for us to hear. Help us to be changed tonight. Father, I, tonight I pray for the lost, that their hearts would be Sensitive to your word and your spirit. It's in Jesus' name I pray. Amen. Amen. If you have your Bibles, look in 2 Samuel chapter 9. 2 Samuel chapter 9. Now I want to ask for your attention a little while. I know we have a house full of kids. Children, I want every one of you to look at me. Every one of you look at me. Everybody in this place, I want your eyes on me. Y'all have been so good tonight. Thank you for that. I'm going to ask you for about 15 to 20 minutes. And I want your undivided attention. If you're with me in here on Wednesday night, you know that I demand your attention. Not because of me, but because of what I have in my hand. I know as soon as we get to going, you're going to have to go to the bathroom. No bathroom breaks. I promise you're not going to pop. I promise, okay? Everybody stay in your seats. All attention up here, and I promise it's going to be quick. And I promise if we would give ourselves to the Lord and to His Word tonight, great things are going to take place. Second Samuel chapter 9, verse 1, And David said, Is there yet any that is left of the house of Saul, that I may show him kindness for Jonathan's sake? The answer is yes, and his name was Mephibosheth. Down in verse 6. Now when Mephibosheth, the son of Jonathan, the son of Saul, was come unto David, he fell on his face and did reverence. And David said, Mephibosheth, and he answered, Behold thy servant. And David said unto him, Fear not, for I will surely show thee kindness for Jonathan thy father's sake, and will restore thee all the land of Saul thy father, and thou shalt eat bread at my table continually." And he bowed himself and said, What is thy servant, that thou shouldest look upon such a dead dog as I am? Then the king called to Ziba, Saul's servant, and said unto him, I have given unto thy master's son all that pertain to Saul and to all his house. Thou therefore and thy sons and thy servants shall till the land for him, and thou shalt bring in the fruits of thy master, bring in the fruits, excuse me that thy master's son may have food to eat. But Mephibosheth, thy master's son, shall eat bread always at my table. Now Ziba had fifteen sons and twenty servants. 
Then Ziba said unto the king, According to all that my lord the king hath commanded his servant, so shall thy servant do. As for Mephibosheth, said the king, he shall eat at my table as one of the king's sons. And Mephibosheth had a young son, whose name was Micah, and all that dwelt in the house of Ziba and the servants unto Mephibosheth. So Mephibosheth dwelt in Jerusalem, for he did eat continually at the king's table and was lame on both his feet. I want to talk to you on this subject tonight. Mephibosheth received by the king. Tonight we are looking at the story of a young man that was received by the king of Israel. The king of all the land. The man who lived in the big house. The man who had it all. The man who had all the fame and all the popularity and all the money. That is King David. King David was the ruler of the land. Mephibosheth was a lowly little man that was uh, forsaken as a younger child who was uh, who fell at five years old by his handmaiden and was crippled by a fall. And he was lame his entire life. This young man was crippled by sin. And there were so many things in this young man's life that he could not receive simply because of who his family was. You see, this young man was the grandson of King Saul. King Saul was the one that was so hateful to King David. And King Saul's name had ruined and just devastated the life of Mephibosheth. And this young man had nothing. He was out there with nothing. He was heir to the throne, if you will. But he had nothing because his seed had messed up. This man had nothing. He had no help. He had no land. He had zero. But yet the king looked out and he said, Is there anybody in the house of Saul that I can show kindness to? I want to show kindness into somebody. David is making a call. Whoever wants to receive my love and my kindness can come unto me. And when the call was made from King David, Mephibosheth heard the call. And bless God, when he heard the call, he came running to the king. It's not every day that any old beggar gets invited to the presence of the king. It's not every day that everybody gets to go to the palace and sit and eat with the king. But that day, little bitty old Mephibosheth crippled got to go see the king. He got to go to the king's house. He got to see the man above all men. I'm telling you, he got to see King David. What an honor. What an honor this was was for Mephibosheth. You see, Mephibosheth is a picture of me and you. Because like Mephibosheth, we are crippled by our seed. You see, we had a fall, and the fall was called sin. And by one man's sin, uh, sin entered into the world. And death by sin, so death has passed upon all men, for all have sinned. I'm telling you, we are crippled by sin like Mephibosheth was crippled. I'm telling you, we weren't born in royalty. I wasn't born with all the money and all the fame and all the things that I need in this life. But I'm telling you, there's a king that has called me into his presence. You see, King David is a picture of King Jesus. You see, King David was a mighty king, but there's a king above King David. There's a king that's above our president. There's a king that is above everybody in all the world, and his name is King Jesus. And just like King David said, Mephibosheth, come unto me. Jesus has invited the entire world to come unto Him. 
Here I am, lowly, a beggar, a sinner, unworthy, unfit for the palace. But I've been called to come to the palace. Listen, children, you've been called to Jesus. Jesus has invited you to come to Him. You may not come from a lot, but I'm telling you, Jesus is a lot. You may not have a lot at home, but I'm telling you, you can find a lot in Jesus. I'm telling you, your family may not be faithful, but may I tell you about a Jesus who is faithful tonight. And it doesn't matter what side of the community you were raised on. It doesn't matter what color you are. It doesn't matter if you're on the other side of the tracks. Bless God, you've been called unto the palace of the King. King Jesus has called us. And oh, if we would just do what Mephibosheth did and heed to the call of the King, the King is calling you tonight. Every child in this place, every adult in this place, it doesn't matter your background, it doesn't matter where you come from, bless God, Jesus has called you. He's called you. He's called you to be saved. The Bible says, for whosoever shall call upon the name of the Lord. Bless God, Brother Paul, I'm a whosoever, and you're a whosoever. And Lacey, you're a whosoever. And Miss V, you're a whosoever. I'm telling you, God loves everybody. And He has invited every one of us and to His palace. To the King! Oh man, what an invitation. I want you to notice what He received when He met the King. Listen, first thing He received was forgiveness. Notice what He said in verse 7, And David said unto him, Fear not, for I will show thee kindness for Jonathan thy father's sake. And will restore thee all the land of Saul thy father. And thou shalt eat bread at my table continually. You see, the, the seed of Mephibosheth had done so wrong. Done so wrong to King David. And had treated him so badly. But you see, there was something done years before this. And it was called a blood covenant. And you see, King David was friends with Mephibosheth's daddy named Jonathan. And you see, Jonathan was Saul's son. And Saul hated David. But Jonathan loved David. And so they made a blood covenant. They would cut their hands. And it had to be the shedding of blood because life's in the blood, okay? And he made a blood covenant with one another that they would take care of each other's family. No matter what would happen to each other, the last one left would take care of each other's family. I'm telling you, my Heavenly Father made a blood covenant with Jesus Christ. And Jesus Christ made a covenant with God the Father that He would take care of His family. I'm telling you, Jesus shed His blood so that I could be saved. So that I could receive the forgiveness. You know why Mephibosheth was forgiven? Because of the blood that was shed between David and Jonathan. Do you know why you can be forgiven tonight? Because of the blood that Jesus shed for you. I'm telling you, the king doesn't just sit on a throne. He laid upon a cross. I'm telling you, my King doesn't just sit on the right hand of the throne of God. There was a day that He laid upon the cross of Calvary. It wasn't His cross, it was your cross. It wasn't His death to die, it was my death to die. And your death to die. I'm telling you, a King put down His royalty and put on the form of a servant. And He became obedient even to the death of the cross. I'm telling you, not any King would lay down His life like that, but my King did. King Jesus laid His life down. You know what? When you are received by the King, you receive forgiveness. He received the kindness of the King. You may not be loved by everybody in the world, but you're loved by King Jesus. You may not be loved at home, but King Jesus loves you. 
I'm telling you, He'll restore you. He said, I'll restore everything that you lost. Everything that's yours, I'll give it to you. Even if it's not yours, I'll restore you. May I tell you, King Jesus will restore you. He will fix you. He will save you. He will heal you. If you're with me, say Amen. Not only did He receive forgiveness, but He received fellowship. Notice what He said in verse 7. And thou shalt eat bread at my table continually. You know, there's some groups that don't let anybody sit at their table. Because you're not high enough or pretty enough or don't have enough good clothes on or you don't come from the right side of town. Well, let me tell you about a king that's not a respecter of persons. You see, old King David said, you're welcome at my table. You come and you fellowship with me. You see, when King Jesus offers this call to come unto Him, He wants to fellowship with us. And I'm telling you, King Jesus wants us to come in and sup with Him. The Bible said He's at the door of every heart knocking to get inside. He's at the door of every, uh, at the door of every heart knocking to get inside. Oh, I want to come and fellowship with you. You know what happened to Mephibosheth? He was out yonder fellowshipping with the whole world, but one day changed, and you know what happened? He was in the palace fellowshipping with the king. Oh man, I'm going to fellowship with the, with the sheriff. I'm going to fellowship with the judge. I'm going to go fellowship with the governor. Mephibosheth was fellowshipping with King David. Let me tell you something, children. You can fellowship with King Jesus. He invited us unto Him to fellowship with Him. And King Jesus says, come and sit at my table. You may not be welcome at every table in America. You may not be welcome at every table in Hamburg, Arkansas. But you listen to me, children. I don't care what color you are or where you come from. You're welcome at the King's table. Jesus had invited you to come in and fellowship with Him. I don't know about y'all, but that's a dinner that I want to be at. Amen? I don't want to miss that. I'm glad that Jesus has invited us in. He received forgiveness, He received fellowship, and He received a fortune. Verse 9, notice what He said. Then the king called to Ziba Saul's servant, and said unto him, I have given unto thy master's son, and all that pertain to Saul, and to all his house. Thou therefore and thy sons and thy servants, shall till the land for him, and thou shalt bring in the fruits that thy master's son may have food to eat. But Mephibosheth, thy master's son, shall eat bread always at my table. Now Ziba had fifteen sons and twenty servants. He received forgiveness. He received fellowship. Aren't you glad when you met King Jesus that you received forgiveness? That you received fellowship. Bless God, you received a fortune. This man came from the other side of town. I'm telling you, he didn't have anything. He was poor in Joe's turkey. Y'all ever heard that? I'm telling you, he was poor. He didn't have anything to eat. He didn't have any clothes to put on. He had absolutely nothing. Until the day he met the king. And the day he met the king, he went from a poor man to a rich man. He went from a man that didn't have anything to a man that had it all. He went from a man that had zero in his bank account to everything that he would ever need in his life. May I tell you, I may not have a lot of money in my bank account. I may not have a lot of money in my home. But I got a whole lot in my heart. 
I may not have mansions here on this earth, but I got mansions in glory land. You may not make a whole lot in this earth, but if you find Jesus, you'll get everything that you'll ever need. I'm telling you, if you will just come unto Jesus, you will receive a fortune. No richer man than a man living with the King. King Jesus. You don't need all this world. You need everything that the King can offer you. You can get all you ever need. Child of God, are you rich in Jesus? Are you rich in Jesus? You got everything you need right there, wrapped up in the King. We got King Jesus. We got grace. We got King Jesus. We got love. We got King Jesus. We got mercy and forgiveness and loving kindness and shelter and hope. In victory, I'm telling you, in King Jesus, there's everything according to His abundant riches. According to His riches. A fortune. This man received a fortune. Not only did he receive a fortune, but he received a family. I want all eyes right here now. Not only did he receive forgiveness, he received fellowship, he received a fortune, and he received a family. Notice what he said in verse 11. Then said Zeba unto the king, According to all that my lord the king hath commanded his servant, so shall thy servant do. As for Mephibosheth, said the king, he shall eat at my table as one of the king's sons. This man come from a family that wasn't very well respected. This man come from a family that nobody in town liked or had anything to do with. But when he entered into the king's house, you know what he received? He received a new family. He received a new family. And notice what it said. And that he shall eat at my table as one of the king's sons. The day that I met Jesus, I entered into a new family. I was born in January 25th, 1984 as a Ellen. But I'm telling you, as a 13-year-old boy, I was born again into the family of God. And I'm telling you, my family may not be a lot. The Llewellyns may not be a lot, and as you go back in my genealogy, there's not a lot to talk about. I'm telling you, it's not a lot but a bunch of drunkenness and a bunch of sorriness. As I go back and I see my generations, my daddy that had his daddy die when my dad was 14 years old in a jail cell drunk, and my mama was 12 years old when her daddy died, and we could go on down the line about how sorry the Llewellyns and the Braves are. But I'm telling you, there was a day that I was born into a family. I was born into the family. Hey, I'm proud to be a Llewellyn. But I'm proud to be a child of the King. And I'm proud to be part of that royal family. I'm not ashamed to be saved. And I'm not ashamed to be a part of the family of God. And you ought not either. The very day that you got saved, you received a new family. This is your brothers and sisters in Christ in here. They're not your enemy. They're your family. They're your friends. You ought to love them every day. How long did he sit there at the table continually? Continually. He never got up. He stayed there and he enjoyed his family. Child of God, you ought to stick around and enjoy your family. You ought to enjoy the fortune that Jesus Christ has given you. You ought to enjoy what the Lord, King Jesus, has done for you. He was there continually. But listen, he was there. Listen, I'm almost done. He was there because of a covenant. I go back to where I started. How did He get there? A blood covenant. Because the blood was shed, 
He got part of the forgiveness of the fellowship and the fortune and family of King David. And may I tell you, because of a blood covenant made at Calvary, I'm part of a forgiveness, a fellowship, a fortune, and a family because of the covenant that was made. You are not going to get saved because of your last name. You're not going to get saved because you're a church member. You're not going to go to heaven and get to go to the king's house through baptism. You will only go through King Jesus because there was a blood covenant made. And the blood was shed for you and for me. And nothing else needs to be done because the blood had been shed. And it was good enough for King David. It was good enough for Mephibosheth. And bless God, it's good enough for you. And it's good enough for me. Children, you listen to me every eye right here. Y'all quit drawing. Y'all quit looking around. Look right here. Look in this preacher's eyes. You are Mephibosheth. You have been crippled by sin. You are a sinner heading for a devil's hell. I'm telling you, sin has separated you and God. You will never go to heaven the way you are. But there's a king who made a blood covenant, who went to Calvary on your behalf. And the only way to be saved is to hear the call of that King. And there's people sitting in this room tonight and the King is calling. Come unto my kingdom. Come on, I'll give you everything you need. Come on, I'll give you food. I'll give you forgiveness. I'll give you fellowship. I'll give you a fortune. I'll give you family. I'm telling you, everything you could ever want is wrapped up in one name. And it's Jesus. 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 Be saved. Tonight, King Jesus is calling. Brother Paul, I remember the day King Jesus came knocking on my door. Is there anybody out there that I can show a little kindness to? Jesus is still knocking. Is there anybody in this room that needs to be saved? Is there anybody in this room that needs my love? And the answer is yes. There is. And that may be you. It's time to receive that call. When I was 13 years old, I knew if I died, I was going to hell. I stopped everything I was doing, and I asked the Lord to forgive me of my sins and to come into my heart and to save my soul. And the King saved me. I'm not a lot because I'm a Llewellyn. I'm a lot because I belong to the family of God. I'm not a lot because of where I come from, but I'm a lot because of who I know and who I believe in. Teenager... Listen to me. That world, it's a big old world. There's a lot to get. And every bit of it will leave you hungry and thirsty. But you get to the king's house. You get to the king's house and you sup with him. Be saved tonight. Oh, child of God, maybe you need to come to these altars. Maybe there's a decision you need to make. I want you to stand. And while Brother Paul sings, y'all come. A miracle is waiting you, come to Jesus, He knows your need, He's waiting now, don't turn away, He gave His life for all your sin, He'll give you life that has no end. Please come to Jesus, come to Jesus today.
come now, oh come to Jesus, come give your heart to Him, don't you hear now His call, won't you give Him your all, come to Jesus, Come to Jesus today. We're still quiet. Nobody is leaving. Very quiet in this place. Heaven and hell is at stake tonight. Nobody's talking. We need to get real with the Lord tonight. If you've never been saved, it's time to be saved tonight. If you're sitting here and you've never been saved, and you feel as though if you died right now, you would go to that place called hell. I want you to walk this aisle right now and let me show you how to be saved. Let me show you how to meet the King today. It's not that hard, but you're going to have to humble yourself in order to meet the King. As we sing, y'all come.